Shalom Aleichem. It's nice to be back in Cincinnati, especially with special. I'm called a friend. I'm very honored. During camp, I was going from my bungalow to the base medrash before davening shachris. And I passed by an area where there are some round tables with umbrellas and boys are out there by a learning program early in the morning. And as I passed by, I saw that Rav Moshe's father, the cook's father, was sitting outside and he was crying. And Alta Yid, he was sitting and he was crying. So I ran to the kitchen and said, Rav Moshe, your father is crying in the front of the dining room. He says, yes, every morning. When he says, Make the Torah sweet in my mouth, the mouth of my children, my grandchildren, our children, our grandchildren, all of Klai Yisrael, the Torah should be sweet, they should know you. He cries every morning for the future of his Torahs for Klai Yisrael. And then he said to me, it wasn't always like that. My father worked very early in the morning. He was a baker. He died by the earliest minion and he didn't have time. But every Shabbos he cried. That's the Yid who he was. And then when he had more time, obviously it was part of him. His birchas He cried. Make the Torah sweet in my mouth. Make the Torah sweet in the mouth of my children and my grandchildren. What feeling did he choose to cry by? He wants to be close to Kaddish Baruch Hu. What feeling did he choose to cry by? He wants the sweetness of Torah. And who did he cry for? He cried for himself, for his children, for his Enikluch, for all of Kal Yisrael. I remember saying over by the Gooda Convention a number of years ago, Rabbi Tisiho Solomon said, the Lashen Rabbim is very normal in a Trila. When we daven, we daven for the tzibur, not just for ourselves. But one finds by by birchas haTorah, v'niya anachnu v'tzatzaynu 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 where the svarder Ashkenaz is still a lot of lashon rabim. Rav Matisol Solomon said that to feel the sweetness of Torah, it needs the schus of every single year davening for each yid. So every yid says the tefillah with such a lashon rabim for that yachid, each yachid gets that schus Revna. What it means to daven for a chava, what it means to daven for another yid, what it means to hold on to a brother, what it means to care. In Shir Hashirim, Perikei Posek Tesvav, Shoikov Amudei Sheish Miyusodim Al Adnei Poz. Rabbi Yerucham Olshin quoted Al Yalkut Shmoni. 
The Torah Kedoshi is on marble pillars founded on the most precious gold. What is this marble pillar and this precious gold that holds up the Torah HaKadoshah? The mitzvah of Shemitah and Yoivel. Proper time to talk about it. The mitzvah of Shemitah and Yoivel. Why Shemitah and Yoivel? It's very chash of a mitzvah. Shemitah and Yoivel are the pillars, the marble and golden pillars that hold up the Torah Kedoshah. I believe it's a mechilta that says in Pashish Yisrael that Klai Yisrael to be mekabel, the mitzvah of Shemitah, before being mekabel the Torah. Why Shemitah? Shemitah has three threads in it that no other mitzvah has this combination. Shemitah has the Amuna in the Bar Ya'olam HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. For six days we rest on the seventh day of Shabbos Kodesh the Bar Ya'olam Bashaft he created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. Shemitah, six years of work and a seventh year we wait the Groise Amun of the big faith that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. Schar Va'oynish, Amunah, belief in Schar Va'oynish, reward and punishment, a person will say, says the Pasuk, where am I going to eat from? If I don't plant in the seventh year, says the Pasuk, you'll have what to eat. You'll have from the sixth year, for the seventh year, for the eighth year, Amunah in Schar Va'oynish, Amunah that you'll have what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to do. And then there's a third thread in Shemitah that this combination we don't find in another mitzvah. A Yid at the beginning of Shemitah opens up his fences, opens up the gates, and he puts up a sign and says, all my friends could eat in my field. No such sign put up. All those that ever met in my life could eat in my field. Anyone knows I'm a chassan, but mitzvah invitation can eat my field. I remember there was once a heat in New York that the wife wanted to go to a new bungalow colony for the summer. Wanted to go to a new summer place. He said, yes, on one condition. You can't make any more friends because the bar mitzvah list is already full. There's no room in the hall anymore. Even the people who weren't, didn't fit on the bar mitzvah list could come eat my field. It doesn't say that. Klau Yisrael, the field is for you. The third thread in Shemitah is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives to me is for you. I have to share. I'm a shoymer. I'm a watchman. HaKadosh Baruch Hu places in my hands and entrusts in me that I can share with Kla'a Yisrael. This combination of Amunah and HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Amunah HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world is Chal and the Amunah and understanding that I'm here for you. I'm here for Kla'a Yisrael. I'm here to give this combination is the midst of Shemitah. It's the marble pillar, the post, the finest gold foundation that holds up the Torah Kedoshah. Nineteen seventy-six. Tov I was in Fleischmann's, New York. Those that know or don't, I'm a big camp guy. I've been in camp most of. I guess most of my life. Some of the months during the year I'm other places, but basically I live in camp. Well, my house is like a camp, whatever. Anyway, so Tavshin Lamedvav, we're standing on the porch of the main building. If you can imagine, 
a uh, like a black box with a hole to put a disc inside. You know, you turn this kind of dial with a string, you know what I'm saying? In the 1800s, you had these telephones when you were a kid, right? And a, a pay phone. And a boy puts in a quarter and he calls his family in New York and the operator says, all lines are busy. Okay. The next boy calls, puts in the coin, calls his family in New York, all lines are busy. And within about two and a half hours, we found out about the great blackout in New York, 1976, the Great Blackout. Sadly, the windows of Macy's and Bloomingdale's, Tiffany's, the windows were smashed, sadly. Fur coat, silver, gold, things were stolen. It was a very sad scene. And there was a wooden banner made in camp. It was Kalawah. <laughs> the teams were Kodesh and Chor. One team was pre- representing Kedusha, Shabbos, etc. One team was representing Chor, how he lives on a regular day. The kids, are, the team of Kodesh put up a banner, a beautiful woodcut. It was two windows. One window was smashed, and one saw the back of a person jumping out with a sack over his shoulder. The other window was whole, and through the panes, one could see a hospital bed with a patient in the bed and an altar chassid shayid with long payas sitting and turning a machine because the generator of the hospital can only turn so many machines. And it said, Hamavdil Because when a yid sees a blackout, he says, what can I do for another yid? Not what can I get for me? 2001, I believe, I was standing on the road in camp Highland, New York, the old Tarvada, stolen a camp for those from the East Coast. And up the hill, someone from the families calls down and says, Rabbi Yari, the blackout is across the whole camp. So I took him a walkie talkie and he asked the staff, Is there a blackout on the lower part of camp also? And by the lake, they answered, Across the lake, the government building, the lights are out. It must be a big. But it wasn't 1976, it was 2001, within 30 seconds. The word was out that there was a blackout, I think it was over a thousand miles, all the way up in Canada, right down across the Philadelphia. The camp water, the pump runs on electric, which means there won't be much water soon in camp. So we're waiting for the driver to come back to camp. You get a cell phone, then I remember, driver should come back to camp and, and go to the store and buy water. But it took the driver, if I remember correctly, about an hour and a half to come back. Of course, we, we are mobilizing. There should be cars ready to shine in different areas for safety at night. The refrigerator and freezers were locked, so no warm, water, warm, warm, warm heat should go inside. The food should stay fresh for Shabbos. It was Wednesday, I believe. And the driver comes back, and he said, I don't remember if it was Walmart or Home Depot, I don't remember. He said that as soon as the blackout took place, the doors automatically shut and locked. And every customer and worker was searched. They remembered 1976, it was automatic in the system. Muncie, New York, there's a small little grocery store and the lights go out and the owner maybe goes to the back to check the circuit breakers and everything is fine. He walks out the store down the block and he sees it's black, it's pitch black. 
and he stands up on the chair and he says, Rabbi Sai, I don't know how long the black is going to take. Today is Wednesday, then Thursday, then Shabbos Kodesh. On the first aisle is the refrigerator, the second is the freezer, the canned goods are over there, there's the groceries. Take everything you need for your family. There are bags in the front. You will make up the money, we'll deal with that. Make sure you get everything that you need. Because a kid knows that if a black head is here, I'm worried. What can I do for you? What does another yid need? Because the situation calls me to say, I'm here for you. What can I do for another person? Shaykh Amudei Sheish Miyusadim Al Adnai Paz. That's the pillars of Torah. There are two sides to the Luchas, but other than the Chaveri, but other than the Makkai. We know we have to keep both. But it says, Oilam Chesed Nibane. The world was created for, through, and about Chesed. And the Torah is the blueprint of the entire world. Which means that every mitzvah has within it some sort of thread of Chesed. It's for another whole drasha. I got to spoke about this almost 35 years ago by my own Shevabrachis. But Chesed is sown throughout the entire Torah. Shaykh of Amudei Sheish is the mitzvah of Shemitah. V'yahavta l'riyacha kamoicha zeklal gadol b'toyra. Agudas Yisrael sent out last year after Pesach some beautiful shiurim from the Novominsky Rebbe was the first yard site and in Tufshin Memhe, I believe, 1985, it was written in the Jewish Observer, a magazine that we all miss. The Jewish Observer was a magazine that, that had the G'dayla Yisrael tell over Hashkafa Nagea to our time, answered principles, basic, the foundations of Torah were read page by page, the G'daylans, Shittis, Hashvas, Hashkafas, guidance in every, everything that was going on in the world. How a youth should live following G'dayla Yisrael. And there was an article from the Novominsky Rebbe from a drush that the Rebbe had given. Rabbi Akiva says that the Klal Godel B'toyah is So the famous kasha is Therefore stand up and help an older person but the mitzvah of shatness, how does that fit into It just reminds me, I told over that Torah this morning, there was a, a very fine group of Chashma Balachuba sitting together. And I thought one day we can reach this level of being a Balachuba. And, and they were talking about, they were joking around what they miss from their past. One was saying when he comes to the airport, he misses being able to grab a sandwich. Today, mostly airports, you can really grab kosher sandwiches, etc. So one year, a very funny, funny uh, a fellow, he's not hearing a very funny fellow, he said, I miss my shotness jacket. 
Where does Shatnis fall into the Ahavdariach of Kamoicha? I want to say one more antidote since I mentioned a table of Balachuva. I'm just thinking now of a mice I can't control myself not to say. It was, it was Matzah Shabbos by a seminar, and I think that it was, the, it was a, like a meeting. It was like, I think, there were like 450 people for Shabbos, something like this. And, and it was a time for Havdalah. By Havdalah, what I do is like this. By Havdalah, we light the licht, and as the licht is going up on a nice wide Havdalah licht, the lights go down. I tell of a Varma Maisa, usually it includes Kedusha Satoya and all different levels. If a person's trying to grow, etc., because there's a crowd there that are mostly very, very much beginners, and then there are those that came back from other years that have grown already. Such a Maisa like this, we talk about how Kodesh Baruch Hu created the Sheraton Hotel just for this matzah, the Shabbat Shabbos Kodesh, etc. And then, after the story, the lights go up a bit, so they can go off again for Baruch Mareish. I'm about to go onto the stage, and Rabbi Daniel Freitag from Atlanta comes running over, and he tells over the following story. He says that there's a young man from Atlanta who's now living in Chicago, and just beginning a new job, he finished school, and he wanted to work in one of the big companies. He tried to take a lower job in a big company and make his way up, then start a smaller company and have to maneuver. And that's his job right now. And he's leaving Chicago to come to St. Louis for the seminar, and his boss calls him up and says, Michael, I'd like you to fly to New York for the weekend. And he says, thank you, but I'm ready. I'm on the way to St. Louis for the weekend. He says, I'll give you this and this amount of money. Come and help me in New York for the weekend. And Michael says, I already committed for this Shabbos to be in St. Louis, and that's what I'm going to do. Because the boy wasn't from yet. Can you imagine? So I, I got up and I told over this mice, look how beautiful. We're talking about a room of almost 500 people, mostly not from. I'm already committed to keep the Shabbos and to be in St. Louis for this Shabbos. And said, Michael, come up. And the entire room stood up, stood on the chairs. I never saw a Super Bowl, but I imagine if everyone screamed for a Super Bowl, this is what they do. Stood up on the chairs and was screaming, Michael, Michael, Michael. It was the most beautiful thing. Michael came up with his head down to the front and he said, there are so many better people here than me. And I gave him Havdalich, I lit Havdalich, I gave it to him to hold. And the lights went off, and I told all the very random mice, I think with the Chafetz Chaim and an olive base, a beautiful story. And when I finished, and I told them over, we're going to make a bracha, Magdal Ben Kodesh Lechol. HaKadosh Baruch was separate in our life, between Kodesh Lechol, we're all together here for Shabbos Kodesh. Some experience Shabbos for the first time, some experience Shabbos many times in their life. But there are those that weren't here for Shabbos. David Hamavdal by Kaidish Lachal, be Mavdal in their lives, the Kedusha. I'm going to say the Bracha, God will have Oyna Yosemir and Mavarech. Your Amen is stronger than my Bracha. The walls should shake from your Amens. And then at this moment, the lights go on. But there was something wrong with the switch. The lights went all the way on. And the volunteer with the switch couldn't get them lower. And she knows that. Well, I like it to be still lower. So we, we had like a minute. So this young man says to me, are you a Balchuva? I said, no, not yet. So he looks at me. 
So I said, when I was born, my mother helped me. I said, Moi da'ani, and washed my hands neglavasa right away. I said, that's not my challenge. You had a challenge and you faced the challenge. That's about Shuva. And tears came down his face and he said, I never thought I would be comfortable in an orthodox setting. You changed the rest of my life. We should have to be that Baltuba to face our challenge as we come to Yom Kippur and to think of something I can face a challenge with. Rev. Lefkowitz, I just heard from a Yitzchak Friedman, told me over, he said he had a suggestion for a, a, a something to be Nisake. He said, let's not make our Asha Yotzer into Tfila Saderech. He meant. He said, our shiyotzer shouldn't be our shiyotzer sa'odam b'chokhmah. Stop. Our shiyotzer sa'odam b'chokhmah uvaru. I want you to know it changed my life. I have an shiyotzer chart in my house, and I try to stand there for one minute, baruch, and I point to the sign. Our shiyotzer sa'odam b'chokhmah. It changed me. HaKadosh Baruch created us with chokhmah. Imagine a balloon that's opened up the knot in the bottom. What happens? Well, the air goes out. You know how many balloons we have in our body with the air with openings and the air seems to just stay there? It's blown up. It's an amazing bracha. Let's come back to our shir over here, but I couldn't control that story. So, I don't So the shayla is like this. How does it fit into the whole Torah? It's half of the Torah. Right? We got the kasha, right? We're back. The Rambam tells us in Hilchas Avelus, there's a mitzvah of Chesed, Vikachoylim, Rachman Litzlan Levayas Hameis, there's Taharis, there's Nichem Avelum. He continues and says, there's a mitzvah called Mesamea Chasna Bekala to make a chasana, to prepare the food, to begodim the needs of the chasana and kala. Mesamea Chasna Bekala, it all falls under the cloud, the ahafta, l'riachah k'moicha. A Rambam. We all know the Rambam's words are counted. The Rambam's Mesada from Shas put halacha into a seder. And every word is counted, and the word is careful. If the word is written in one way, it's to teach me specifically this and not something else. And the Ram doesn't repeat unless it's something special to say. In Hilchas Deya, in the Ashkafa of a Yid, how a Yid thinks and lives, how his heart pumps, says the Rambam. Mitzvah al kol, there's a mitzvah in every single Yid, lehoiv, to love every Yid in Klal Yisrael, to worry about them. Just like one worries and is chas on his own money and his own honor, his own covenant, worry about another it's covered, another it's on another it's money. Why two Rambams? For the mitzvah, Seven of the mitzvah, there's two parts to the mitzvah. There's the mitzvah, my bones, my legs should run, my fingers should put in the dough making the bread. I should be giving food to the chayla. I should be talking and being Mephiah somebody. Then there's a mitzvah shebelev. My heart loves that yid. It comes with ahava. It comes with a love. There's a chilek, what I do physically, and there's a chilek, how I feel about another yid. Lehoi, to love. 
asks it of a Minsker Rebbe. Asks it of a Minsker Rebbe. The famous Kasha, Lehoiv, is a regesh. It's a hargosha. It's a feeling. That the Torah commands me to put up a mezuzah. So when, when has the sofa take a piece of parchment, the ma'avidit l'shem mitzvah, writes the mezuzah, we roll it up, we know that shem Hashem, we put it up, we, we measure. There's a mitzvah to sit in a sukkah. Physically, the Torah tells me how to do a mitzvah. But a hargosha, how can the Torah be mitzvah me to feel something? If I feel it, if I don't feel it, how does one do that? How can it be a chiv for such a mitzvah? So there's a lot of, we all know there's a lot of Torah. We are hafta as Hashem alaykecha. She heishem shemayim mis'ahiv al yodacha. The name of Hashem should become love through you. When a person sees a yid and he says, how beautiful, how beautiful his words, how beautiful his, his actions, how beautiful is the Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's a lot of Torah on this. The Hashem says the following. We are hafta as Hashem alaykecha. Says the Hashemah. And a little bit of Yari in the middle. There's, there's no mitzvah in the Torah to put tefillin on, to put tefillin on your third arm. Why not? I don't have a third arm. That's the Yari part. Says the Svas Emes. If there's a mitzvah in the Torah, the Yahafta es Hashem Elekecha, that means that in every year's heart is Ahavas Hashem. And by working, and by doing, and by trying, and by trying, I'm going to reach that Ahava. The Torah is not telling me to find something that, doesn't ha- that I don't have. The Torah is telling me you have hands you can put on filling, you have a heart in that heart, it's Ahava, Hashem. Yagati, Umatsasi, Tamin. If you put in the effort and you find, believe that person. Because when you try, you're going to be matzliach. There is ahava. Put in the effort. Do the mitzvahs. Come closer to Rav Shmurcha and you're going to feel that ahava. Said the Rav Rebbe, the same thing by v'yahavta l'riyacha kamoicha. Love your friend like yourself. Reach out. Put in the effort. Go towards him. You heard about a chasen a kala. Do something. We have, you have the money? Pay. You don't have the money? Davin. Call somebody. Put in the koiches. Put in the effort and you're going to reach the ava. And he explains how. Listen carefully. What does it mean ava and kal Yisrael? Vayichan shom Yisrael neged hahor. Kalal Yisrael stood by the mountain. Vayichan aloshin yochid. Vayachanu. Kalal Yisrael. Thousands, hundreds of thousands. Vayichan. One, says Rashi, ki ish echad echad. As one person, as one heart. Says the Yishami, what does that mean? That means a person is holding a piece of meat in his left hand. And it's cutting with the right hand. And Rechmur Katsushomi cuts his left finger. His left finger doesn't say to his right hand, how can you do that to me? I'm so angry with you. It's the same person. His right hand feels the pain of his left hand. When another has a simcha, 
It's not your simchah that I'm happy for. It's a chalik of me. It's another one of my fingers. I'm happy. If another year has a tsar, it's a part of me. It's more than I feel for him. I'm in pain. One of my fingers are hurting. You ever see a person look at ice cream and say, wow, I'm so happy for my tongue. I'm happy. My tongue is me. Another year is a simcha. I'm thrilled. I'm jumping. I'm dancing. So let's wrap up how the Rav Mitzke explains what it means, Ava. And let's answer the kasha. Imagine the Kedusha of HaKadosh Baruch is this big ball of fire, like a firing sun. We know there's something called a Yiddish Neshama. There's something called Nishmas Yisrael. The collective Neshamas of Klaus are called Nishmas Yisrael. The referring maximum spoke and said, found Tachas Kisi HaKamamish by the Kisi HaKavad of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the law of the Av HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for us. And there's something called the Chelek and the Kamimal. We are a portion of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm a young guy, I'm not, I'm not, I don't understand deep terrorists, but we're a portion. We're a Chelek of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he says like this, imagine a big ball of fire of Kedusha and there are rays shining out of it. Every Nisham is another ray is attached from the center. So the closer I am to the Kedusha, the closer I am to the next ray. The closer I could see, I could feel that Ava to that Yid. The more tighter, the more Chesed. The more I live close to Kedush Baruch Hu, the bigger Baal Chesed I could be. Rav Moshe, who wasn't allowed to answer the door when, he, when Ramosha was older and an angel answered the door or a Talmud and an older lady was there and he said, how can I help you? I need to see Rabbi Feinstein. She said, Rabbi Feinstein, you can't come to the door all the time, maybe there's something. No, no, I need to see Rabbi Feinstein. Maybe there's something I can help you with. There's something that you need. She said, no, no, no. She takes out a letter from her pocket. She says, this letter is written in Russian and my eyes can't read small lettering anymore. I want to ask Rabbi Moshe if you can please read the letter for me. So what is the, the, the Eidegos trying to explain that your Moshe would like to, but, it, but, but he can't. She says, but he always reads the letter for me. Someone might say, even though Rav Moshe finished Shas more than 202 times, even though Moshe finished so many times, the character of the he still had time for that lady? No! Because he finished Shas 200 times, because he was carry the yoke of Paul Yisrael. Because of the Kedusha of the of life, he had the time. Because the closer you am to the Shmerukha, the closer you am to the rest of Klal Yisrael, the more I can feel and see and understand that other is the Shama. We had a we had a gathering in our house. A Kirov gathering in the house. And, and there was a, a number of families that were in St. Louis for a new surgery that helps cerebral palsy children begin to walk. It's, it's a miracle. We have children that began walking in our, in our home. It's, it's an ace. And there was such a child that came. At that time, he was strapped in his chair. His back was strapped to the chair. He, he, they reeled him. He couldn't bend. He couldn't, his fingers were closed like this. Fast forward, Bakhshem, now he's running around my dining room when they come to St. Louis. We play the Pesach day up through the night. His father started wearing tefillin. It's a beautiful story. And we made a gathering and he was, they were part of the reason we used for the gathering, etc. And there was, and there was a Hasidish family from Eretz that also came to St. Louis. The day before was the daughter's second procedure, which just 
stays in the hospital overnight, comes home the next day, and they said they're going to come also to get the Mechazik to come to the gathering. And towards the end of the gathering, the whole story I can't go into right now, there was a lady who had a concern. I was telling her about Chesed and Klai Yisrael in a deep way, and the phone rang. I would not have answered in the middle of speaking with someone in the middle of the event, but it was this year, and they hadn't come to the events. So I was afraid maybe there's something that they need in the hospital, etc. The night before, right after the surgery, my daughter went down with her friends and brought a card that I drew a picture of flowers on and, and, and visited her, etc. This night they called and, and I answered the phone. So he says to me like this, you didn't send us flowers. That's when he starts the conversation. And then he says, there was a little girl that walked into a store in B'nai Brak, a jewelry store. And he said to the man behind the counter, I would like to buy a ring. And the man took out a case of inexpensive real gold rings, but not, you know. And she says, no, no, she says, I'd like to buy that ring. So the man says, that ring is $4,000. She says, yeah, that's the ring I'd like to buy. So he takes out the ring and he puts it on the table. And the girl takes out a hundred shekel and gives it to the man. And the man says, I'm happy to show you a ring for a hundred shekel. So she says, let me explain to you, she says. Their mother was Nifteris a number of years ago. She passed away. And her older sister takes care of us, our homework, loving, compassionate, our clothing, and tonight is her birthday. And all of us saved up, pruta by pruta, shekel by shekel, till we raised a hundred shekel to buy this ring for our sister. And the man says, one minute. And he goes to the back, and he wipes off his tears, and he gets back his composure, and he comes out, and he says, yes, you can have this ring. And he takes the hundred shekel and gives him his $4,000 ring. The girl is all excited. He wraps up in a black, in a, in, in a burgundy velvet box with a black ribbon, beautiful gold, and she's on the way home to make a beautiful party at night. And in the middle of the party, the siblings get together, and they take out this box, and they give it to their older sister with the greatest of thanks and love, and she opens up the ribbon and the box, and she sees inside this diamond emerald ring. <laughs> Beautiful, and she says, wow, this is, this is amazing. And she thanks them, and later in the evening, she asks, says, wow, where did you get the ring from? So the youngest daughter says, she says, she says we each saved, pruta by pruta, we saved a hundred shekels. And we went to this jewelry store in B'nai Brak, and we bought this ring. And she gave her little sister a kiss. They all went to bed. In the morning, she wakes up. She davens his dress. She's on the way straight to the jewelry store. She's there when the door opens up. And she says to the man, she says, please, I apologize. I, I know this ring costs more than 100 shekel. My little sister didn't mean to take advantage. She's a little girl. She didn't realize. Please, of course, you'll take the ring back. And the man says to her, how much does it cost to buy a new heart? He says, a lot more than $4,000. Your siblings didn't put a hundred shekel on the table. They put their heart on the table to give you this ring. And this youth says to us, you didn't send us flowers last night on that card. You sent your neshama to the hospital. Because a yid carries another yid. Because the foundation, the marble and gold foundation of Torah is I'm, I'm a yid. 
I know the Rebbeinu Shalom. I'm walking to Yom Kippur, Bahachna. I'm in front of you, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Rebbeinu and I'm a yid with chesed that cares for every yid, and I'm going to daven for every single yid's needs. I'm going to stand and beg Hakadosh Baruch Hu, bring Klai Yisrael back to Torah, bring us back there to Israel, bring us back to an arm with a base hamikdash. I'm going to try to be better. I'm going to think of something I could do better. I'm going to think of something that I shouldn't do and correct it. And I'm going to say I'm here for every single year. The Rebbeishmas will help him. We should be zoicha. To gemar chasim etoiva. A good kibben stjor. We should have nachas v'harev n'hashem aleikeinu. As diri teiroska b'finu. In our mouth. In the mouth of all the klai Yisrael. Our children. Our einlach. We should be zoicha together. L'kadosh shemayim.